what I'd like to do is just uh, tune in to the, the beginning part of John chapter 14. I just want to read the first seven verses and briefly share a couple of thoughts. So let's read from John chapter 14 verses 1 to 7. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am you may also be. And you know the way to where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. What we find in this encounter between Jesus and his disciples is a conversation in the upper room, a conversation like any other that Jesus has with his disciples. You see here we find ourselves in the upper room before Jesus uh, dies, is crucified and rises again. Jesus has just told him his friends in the tail end of John chapter 13 that he was going to be betrayed and died. And the disciples didn't really have a clue. They didn't understand what he meant by that. And this led the disciples to an anxiousness and a nervousness. And I think it's an anxiousness that was similar to that that we see of the disciples in the boat with Jesus. The storm comes. The disciples can't quite trust in Jesus enough to understand that he is with them and who he is and that he has control over the weather they should have had more faith and that's kind of where we find ourselves in this passage here so what Jesus seeks to do is to comfort them in amidst their anxiety and their fear do you know as we ponder those words I am the way and the truth and the life is there more any amazing words than that words that were uttered by our saviour. These words directly address the doubt that the disciples faced. This is the turmoil that they were dealing with. This turmoil or anxiety or, or worry or fear that they were facing comes from the fact that they weren't sure and they weren't quite sure enough of Jesus. This is where we find ourselves. For them, what does it mean Jesus is leaving? How can this happen? What will we do without him? They didn't really trust that Jesus had a plan. They didn't really fully understand that Jesus had a plan, that they could count on him and that he would come good for them. And I wonder for us this morning, where are our anxieties? Where is our turmoil? Where are our fears? Maybe it's some of the biggest questions in life. Is God real? What is life? What is my purpose? Maybe it's uh, fear or uncertainty over what the future holds. Maybe you're anxious about the future in the coming weeks, months, or maybe the bigger picture of life. 
Or maybe there's questions or situations or circumstances that you're struggling with that are far too embarrassing that you would even want to admit to. Maybe you're a bit like Thomas. God, I just, Jesus, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't know what you mean. Do you know, we read that the goal of the Gospels, John 20, 31, is that these things are written so that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. The whole reason that we know so much of Jesus, the whole reason that the Holy Scriptures point to Jesus, is so that we might know him. And what I love in these verses is we've got a little bit of a belief sandwich going on here. Verse 1, believe in me, believe in the Father. Verse 7, believe in me, believe in the Father. The two things are so interconnected because the Father and Christ are one. All throughout the Gospels we read of the magnificence of Jesus. We read of the reality of all that he could do. We read of the eternal God, the eternal Christ, but also the Christ become flesh. It opens, let not your hearts be troubled. Or more positively, it says, believe in God, believe also in me. Believe in us. Believe in the triune God. Trust in me. Believe in me. Count on me. So that you won't have trouble in what you are facing. Jesus is the presence of the Father and the person of the Son. He is a reflection of the glory of the Father. Believe in him. Believe in me. Do you know, Jesus had just told them that he was going to leave them in John 13, 36. He's just said, you know what? The time is coming when I will leave. The disciples were anxious. And Jesus gives reasons here why we should not be anxious and we should come to him. When God gives us reasons not to fear, as we read the truth of scripture, we trust that it is the Holy Spirit who will apply these things to the very roots of our hearts. That our anxiety and our fears would lift as we draw closer and closer to him. And let us pray expectantly. Let us pray that God will lift the things that trouble us as we draw closer and closer to the truth that is revealed to us in Christ Jesus. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't worry. Don't fear because I am the eternal God and I am with you. God is trustworthy we can count on him and he will pull through for us in my father's house there are many rooms and I will prepare a place for you and the father's house all eternity heaven the kingdom of God now is where we find the alive Christ and you know, faith in Jesus, no matter whether 2,000 years ago or whether in the middle of a global pandemic or any of the other challenges that stand before us, there is nothing that can come against the eternal promise in Christ Jesus that those that believe in him will spend eternity with. 
him. Do you know, I love the fact that in this message, the way, the truth, and the life, that the, the factual basis of this, the truth at the essence of this, isn't dependent on whether we believe it or not. Because it is true whether we agree with it or not. Because these are the words of Christ Jesus, and he is the truth. We may want to dispute that. We may not want to accept that. And if that's the decision you make, okay. But nevertheless, that does not change the fact that this is the truth. Why? Because these are the words of the holy and the almighty God who became flesh and walked among us so that we might know him. I am the way and the truth and the life. This morning, church family, would we depend upon those words? Would we put everything that we are on those words? Would we bank on those words? Would we know those words at our very core that there is guidance and direction for our life in Jesus? That there is no need for us to fear because he is the truth and would we know that for us there is a life that is set apart from this world that is greater than this world because we know life in Jesus Christ there is one way to the father there is one gate there is one path and that is the narrow path that not many will walk would we be obedient people to God in this coming week would we be people who so love our God that we commit ourselves to the way of the narrow gate and following our Saviour? Would the cry of our hearts be, Lord, show me more of who you are. Lord, guide every aspect of my life. Lord, reveal more of your truth to me. Lord, would I know life and life in its fullest. Even when I'm stuck in my house in the middle of a pandemic, would the joy just flow from me? because I know life in Christ Jesus. That's our prayer, that in this week that you would know that, that you would know all of these things because Christ Jesus has achieved what we could never achieve, and that is peace with God because of his sacrifice on the cross, because he so loves you and he so loves me. Isn't that a wonderful promise? Isn't that a wonderful promise that he is the way? the truth and the life. Let's pray together. Our God and our Father, would our hearts ever flow with joy and thanksgiving that you sent your Son into this world to live a life that was perfect, to live a life that was miraculous, not just in the physical, but more importantly in the spiritual. Would we always be thankful for the work of Christ at the cross? The fact that the Lord Jesus came and died so that we might know the one true living God, no longer cast out because of our own sinfulness, but brought in because of the righteousness of Christ. Lord, you are so, so good. And we are so, so unworthy. But we thank you that you have brought us in. You have brought us in because you so love the world. Lord, would you go with us into this week? 
Would you give us that gospel boldness? Would you give us that desire to know more and more the way of the Lord, the truth of the Lord and the life that is found in the Lord? Would we not fear? Would we not be anxious? And Lord, when those feelings and those senses come over us, Lord, would we turn to you expectant that you can take them all? The questions we have, like Thomas, but 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 how, Lord? But where, where are you going? Lord, would you settle our hearts? And would our be belief be so strong and firm in you that there would be no reason for us to doubt? In your son's precious and mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Hamilton Baptist Church this morning. We'll now hand back over to our worship team and we'll have one more song before we finish. Thank you and God bless. <laughs>